Welcome back. This is the Alicat Tea, where we talk about all things church related. My name is Allison C. Holt, and I am your host. Today, we will continue our journey through the Bible here in 2024. And we are continuing the book of Deuteronomy. We went over Deuteronomy, the first chapter. Now we're going to jump over to the fifth and the sixth chapter. Chapter five, we're going to reiterate the Ten Commandments. And chapter six, we are going to learn the greatest commandment of all. Now we're going to read first and then we're going to come back and do a brief summary. Let's get to it. Deuteronomy chapter 5, starting at verse 1. Moses summoned all Israel and said, and I'm reading from the NIV version. I, my go-to version is King James Version, but for the sake of new believers, I am reading from the NIV version. Moses summoned all Israel and said, Hear, O Israel, the decrees and laws I declare in your hearing today. Learn them and be sure to follow them. The Lord our God made a covenant with us in Horeb. It was not with our fathers that the Lord made this covenant, but with us with all of us who are alive here today. The Lord spoke to you face to face out of the fire on the mountain. At that time, I stood between the Lord and you to declare to you the word of the Lord because you were afraid of the fire and did not go up the mountain. He said, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery, you shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourselves an idol in the form of anything in heaven above or on the earth beneath or the waters below. You shall not bow down to them nor worship them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sins of the fathers to the third and the fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. Ye shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. Observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy, as the Lord your God has commanded you. Six days ye shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On, on it ye shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your manservant or maidservant, nor your ox, nor your donkey, or any of your animals, nor the alien within your gates, so that your men servants and your maidservants may rest as you do. Remember that ye were slaves in Egypt, 
and that the Lord your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God has commanded you to observe the seventh day. Honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God has commanded you so that ye may live long and that ye may go well with you in the land the Lord your God is giving you. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife. You shall not set your desire on your neighbor's house or land or manservant or maidservant his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. These are the commandments the Lord proclaimed in a loud voice to your whole assembly there on the mountain from out of the fire, the cloud of the deep darkness, and he added nothing more. Then he wrote them upon two tables and gave them to me. When you heard the voice out of the darkness, while the mountain was ablaze with fire, all the leading men of your tribes and your elders came to me, and you said, The Lord our God has shown us his glory and his majesty, and we have heard his voice from the fire. Today we have seen that the man can live even if God speaks with him. But now, why should we die? This great fire will consume us. We will die if we hear the voice of the Lord our God any longer. My God from Zion. They didn't want to hear the voice of God. They were afraid that they would die. For what mortal man has ever heard the voice of the living God speaking out of, out of fire as we have and survived? Go near and listen to all that the Lord our God says. Then tell us whatever the Lord our God tells you. We will listen and obey. The Lord heard you when you spoke to me. And the Lord said to me, I have heard what the people said to you. And listen, God hears us. We may not be speaking to God. We may be speaking to somebody else, but God hears. And this is a prime example. Now, listen, the Lord heard you when you spoke to me. Moses is saying, God heard you when you were talking to me. And the Lord said to me, I have heard what the people said to you. Everything they said was good. Oh, that their hearts would be inclined to fear me and keep all my commandments always so that it might go well with them and their children forever. God knows no matter what the enemy may be saying in your ears, no matter what the enemy may be trying to um, make you believe, listen, God hears you. God hears you. You have a pure heart and a pure mind and you uh, want to be close to God and you're trying to get close to God. You're trusting and believing in God. God hears you. Don't listen to what the enemy is saying that he does not because he does. And this is an example of that. Go tell them to return to their tents, but you stay here with me so that I may give you all the commands, decrees, and laws you are to teach them to follow in the land I am giving them to possess. So be careful to 
do what the Lord your God has commanded you. Do not turn aside to the right or to the left. Walk in all the way of that, that the Lord your God has commanded you so that you may live and prosper and, be, and prolong your days in the land that you will possess. Listen, if we listen and obey all the commandments that the Lord commands us, what does the scripture say? The scripture says that we will live and we will prosper. And not only that, our days will be prolonged upon this earth. And that is chapter five. Now we're going to go over and read chapter six. And we will come back and do a brief summary of both chapters. Chapter 6, verse 1. These are the commands, decrees, and laws the Lord your God directed me to teach you to observe in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to possess. So that ye, or you, your children, and their children after them may fear the Lord your God as long as you live by keeping all his decrees and commands that I give you. And, and so that ye may enjoy long life here, O Israel, and be careful to obey so that ye may go well with you and that ye may increase greatly in the land flowing with milk and honey just as the lord the god of your fathers promised you here o israel the lord our god the lord is one love the lord your god this is the greatest commandment love the lord your god with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength these commandments that i give you today are to be upon your hearts impress them on your children talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road when you lie down and when you get up my god from zion talk about loving the lord at all times tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. That is love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your strength. That is the greatest commandment. And Moses is telling them how the Lord wants them to talk about it constantly to teach their children to write it on their houses. Uh, when you're walking down the road, talk about loving God. Why? Because it's the greatest commandment and you want to live long upon this earth. Now, when the Lord your God brings you into the land, he swore to your father, fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to give you a land with large flourishing cities you did not build. Houses filled with all kinds of good things you did not provide, wells you did not dig, and vineyards and other groves that you did not plant. Then when you eat and are satisfied, be careful. Let me say that again. Be careful that you do not forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. Listen, we got to read that again. This is good here today. 
let's read that again because this is a, a, a great point and this is what we need to hear and know here today in 2024 listen we're going to go back to verse 10 when the lord your god brings you into the land he swore to your fathers abraham isaac and jacob to give you the land with large fluorescent cities you did not build listen when god blesses you when god brings you out of the pit and he begins to bless you with houses and land and cars and businesses and whatever that you desire to have or whatever that god has promised you listen when the lord your god brings you into the land he swore unto you that's what he promised unto your fathers abraham isaac and jacob to give you a land with large fluorescent cities you did not build you did not build this or you did not say for instance you did not build the house you you did not construct the house you did not pay for the house come on somebody houses filled with all kinds of good things that you did not provide all kinds of furniture and uh the the uh cupboards are are full and and you don't need uh anything to supply the house the house is ready made everything comes with the house i'm breaking it down to our day and our time he said houses you did not build houses filled with all kinds of good things that you did not provide you did not have to go out and buy these things wells that you did not dig and vineyards gardens and olive groves that you did not plant you did in other words you did not have to labor for any of these things and god is going to provide it for you but listen listen to what it says then when you eat and you are satisfied Come on, somebody, when you eat and you're satisfied, when you get, gather all of these things, when God blesses you above measure. Why? Because he is the God that owns all the cattle upon the hill is what the Bible tells us. And when he blesses his child, because we are created in the image of God, we are God's children. When he blesses us with, he, I mean, listen, he's a king and we are king's kids. We're prince and princesses. So when God blesses us with these earthly things, with these earthly treasures, and we're satisfied with what we have, we're satisfied with the food on the table, the satisfied with uh, of the house, the car, the job, the business, whatever the case may be, when we are satisfied, what does the, does the Bible tell us? It says, be careful, do not forget be careful that you do not forget the lord who brought you out of egypt out of the land of slavery when you are blessed abundantly don't forget who blessed you how we can say it today don't forget the bridge that brought you over come on somebody don't forget about it This is what Moses is telling the children of Israel. Thus said the Lord. God brought you out of the land of slavery. You were slaves. God freed you and brought you into a land of milk and honey. Don't forget about God. Fear the Lord your God. Serve him only and take 
your oath in his name. Do not follow other gods. Come on, somebody, the gods of the people around you. For the Lord your God who is among you is a jealous God and his anger will burn against you and he will destroy you from the face of the land. Do not test the Lord your God as you did at, at Messiah. Be sure to keep the commands of the Lord your God and the stipulations and decrees he has given you. Do what is right and good in the Lord's sight so that it may be well with you and you may go in and take over the good land that the Lord promised on an oath to your forefathers thrusting out all the enemies before you oh glory be to the lamb of god as the lord has said so he said be careful now god has brought you out of land of slavery don't forget continue to fear god you're going into a strange land and the people they serve strange gods but remember the god who delivered you remember the god who saved you the, remember the god who brought you out listen because he is a jealous god don't go after strange gods because god is jealous and we do not want his anger to burn against us he doesn't we do not want him to turn his face away from us to let all manner of evil come upon us so when we uh give our lives over to god let's remember to keep his commandments his stipulations let's remember where he brought us from let's never forget the bridge that brought us over and always do what is right and what is good in the sight of the Lord. It does not matter. Hear me and hear me clearly. It does not matter what man think about what you're doing. It does not matter at all. Why? Because the Bible tells us man does not have a heaven or a hell to put us in the scripture is telling here telling us here to do what's right and what is good in the lord's eyesight what the lord says is right and what the lord says is good remember our thoughts are not god's thoughts and our ways are not god's ways as high as the heaven is above the earth is our thoughts distant from god's thoughts so we need to do what's right in the eyes of God. What? How do we know what's right in the eyes of God? By reading our Bible. That's how we know what's right in the eyes of God. We just read in chapter 5. We just read the Ten Commandments. So these are things that are right in the eyes of God and it do not worship an idol God worship the true and the living God the maker and the creator of the heavens and the earth he is a jealous God so these are things that are right and pleasing in the sight of God and how do we find these things out we find them out by reading our Bible okay verse 20 in the future when your sons ask what is the meaning of the stipulations decrees and laws the lord our god has commanded you tell him 
we were slaves of Pharaoh in Egypt. But the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand. Before our eyes, the Lord sent miraculous signs and wonders, great and terrible, upon Egypt and Pharaoh and his whole household. But he brought us out from there to bring us in and give us the land that he promised on oath. God promised on oath to our forefathers. The Lord commanded us to obey all these decrees and to fear the Lord our God so that we might always prosper and be kept alive as in the case today. And if we are careful to obey all the laws before the Lord our God as he has commanded us, that will be our righteousness. My God, my God. What we have read and learned today. How to keep, that we should keep the laws of God. If we want to prosper. If we want to uh, go into our proverbable land of milk and honey listen here in 2024 we want to go into our land of milk and honey we want to uh go into houses that we didn't build we want to go into uh living homes that we didn't have to furnish a supply uh when we eat we want to be satisfied we want to have gardens and and groves and vineyards that we did not have to work we did not have to till we want all these things listen if god can do it for the children of israel he definitely can do it for us but what do we have to do we have to obey the rules we have to obey the rules i'm gonna say it one more time we have to obey the rules and listen we are reading these scriptures and we're journeying through the bible so we can apply these things to our life no we are not perfect nobody upon this earth is perfect and nobody who has ever been upon this earth or ever will be upon this earth is perfect the only perfect person that has been upon this earth was jesus christ our lord and our savior so no, we're not perfect. However, we want to obey the rules. If we um, find ourselves not obeying the rules, of course, we repent. That means we turn away from doing the wrong things and we turn unto God. We want to do what's right and what is good in God's eyesight. We don't care about what man has to say about us. We want to do what's right and what's good in God's eyesight. I'm going to say that again. It does not matter what man thinks about you. As long as you're doing what's right and what's good in God's eyesight, that's all that matters. My God from Zion. So let's do a brief breakdown of chapters five and chapter six listen chapters five and six are central to the theological and moral framework of the book of deuteronomy highlighting the covenant between god and israel through the reiteration of the ten commandments and emphasizing the importance of love of obedience 
and teaching these principles to future generations. Let me say that again. It teaches us love because it told us to love our God with all of our heart and with all of our soul and with all of our strength. It, taught, it teaches us obedience to obey the commandments of God. It teaches us the uh, principles are teaching these things to our children, to future generations. Why? Because like my pastor always says, there is a devil loose and he is loose upon this earth. So the future generations, who who's going to uh, stand for God in the future if we do not teach our children? Uh, the things and the ways of God. So that is very important that we teach the future generation. We teach our children to love God with all of their heart, with all of their soul, and with all of their strength, and to be obedient to the commandments and the teachings, the laws, the statutes of God, if you will. Now, here's a breakdown of these chapters. Chapter 5, the covenant and the Ten Commandments, is a reiteration of the covenant. Moses calls all of Israel to listen to the statutes and rules that he is teaching them to follow so that they may live, they may go in and take possession of the land that God is giving unto them. He reminds them that God made a covenant with them at Horeb, at Mount Sinai, not just with their ancestors, but also with them who are alive today. So when God made that, yes, God made a covenant with Abraham, which came down to Isaac and Jacob and to the people today are, are Israel during this time frame. But God also made a covenant with the children of Israel at Mount Sinai. And this is what Moses is reminding them. God made a covenant with you. And the Ten Commandments, we can go back over there. Moses recounts the Ten Commandments. That was given to them on Mount Sinai. No other God before me. No graven images. Uh, not to take the Lord's name in vain. Keep the Sabbath holy. Honor your father and your mother. That your days may be long upon this earth. Not murdering. Not committing adultery. Not stealing. Not bearing false witness. Not coveting what belongs to your neighbors. These commandments form a core of Israel's moral and legal code, emphasizing the exclusively exclusivity of their relationship with God and basic principles of ethical conduct toward others. So this is the core, the Ten Commandments is the core of Israel's moral and legal code. You, we can say it's the core of our moral and legal code here today. And we uh abide by the ten commandments all the other things all the other rules all the other principles all the other commandments that are attached or are surrounds these core commandments we will obey if, if, if we're obeying the core the rest of it will just fall in line my god the people's fear of god assurance after receiving the commandments, the people were overwhelmed with fear 
due to the awesome display of God's power. They express fear that they will die if they hear God's voice again. Can you imagine? And we here in 2024, we want to hear God. We want to hear what the Spirit is speaking unto the church here in 2024. But listen, these people back then, the power of God was so awesome and so overwhelming to them they were afraid to hear the voice of god so they went to moses and said listen we do not want to die who can hear god's voice and live we rather you go and listen to what god has to say and you bring back what he says to us and we will hear you can you imagine my god from zion this just bring a smile to my face because we here in 2024 i don't know about you but i i want to hear the voice of god my god from zion just imagine hearing his voice coming from the mountain out of the fire can you just imagine that and they were fearful and afraid because of god's great power and they expressed that to moses and he asked Moses began to act, act as the, um, the 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 middleman, if you will. He was the middleman, the goal between God and the people, emphasizing the importance of obedience to ensure their survival and prosperity in the promised land. So Moses was preparing the people to go into the promised land. He was uh, reiterating, you know, the promises that God promised them. He was reiterating. Um, the rules and the regulations. He was reiterating um, what God wanted them to do once they get in there. Don't worship. The people are strange people in this land. These people, they worship strange gods. Excuse me. They worship idol gods. And I do not want you to fall in the trap of worshiping idol gods. And this is what Moses is emphasizing to the people prior to them going into the promised land. Now let's go and go over chapter six. Now the greatest commandment <clears throat> we find in verses one through five, and this section begins with Moses instructing the Israelites to observe God's commandments diligently so they may prosper and multiply in the promised land. Yes, uh, and it is called the Shema, which is found in verse four, and it reads here, O Israel, the Lord your God, the Lord is one. It is a foundational statement of Jewish monotheism, followed by the command of love to love God and all with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. Now, this passage emphasizes the centrality of love and devotion to God in the covenant relationship now teaching the commandments to the children moses instructs the israelites to keep these commandments in their hearts and to teach them diligently to their children they are to talk to them at home and away from home when lying down and when rising up this emphasizes the important the importance of continuous religious education and the transmission of faith and values from one generation to the next. Now listen, this is also what we are to do on today. We are supposed to uh, teach our children the things of God. The Bible tells us to teach them the ways of God. <clears throat> 
while they're young, when they grow up, you know, they may depart. They may depart away from the faith. They may walk away from God. However, they're always going to return. They're always going to keep that in their mind. They're always going to remember the things that you have taught them. So it is very important to teach our children diligently the things of God. One against forgetting the Lord. Now Moses warns the Israelites not to forget the Lord after they enter the promised land and they enjoy the prosperity of the promised land. So don't, when you enjoy your prosperity and when God brings you into your promised land, when God begins to bless you abundantly, do not forget God. And even if you're already living in your promised land, do not forget God. It is reminded of the miracle of God that God performed by bringing us out of our our dark place, bringing us out of our Egypt, if you will, and the journey to the promised land as reasons to keep God's commandments, his, to fear him and to serve him exclusively. Listen, when God brings you out of your situation and your circumstance, come on somebody, when God delivers you from the demonic, when God delivers you, my God, from Zion, from uh, witchcraft, when God delivers you, when he brings you out of a, a, a abusive relationship, when God brings you out of an abuse period, when God delivers us, when he delivers our minds, uh, when the enemy attacks the mind, when the enemy attacks the body, when God delivers the body and heals the body from the crown of your head down to the soles of your feet do not forget god always remember what god has done for you and always share your testimony that someone else may hear what god has done for you and they will believe also so <clears throat> it is very important that we are reminded of the miracles that God performs for us. Now, this chapter also concludes with Moses instructing the Israelites on how to respond to their children's questions. Now, of course, kids, they're gonna have questions about God and about his ways, and we have to be prepared to answer those questions. Now, how do you prepare to answer those questions? You read your Bible. You gain an understanding of the word of God and you ask the Lord through prayer to enlighten you, to open your eyes, to show you the secrets of his word. So when your kids begin to ask questions about the laws and the statutes and the rules, then you'll be able to recount the story where God has brought you from. And this is what Moses is telling the children of Israel. You will be able to recount the story of your slavery in Egypt, the deliverance by God and the giving of the commandments as a means of establishing a just and a righteous society, thereby justifying the observance, the observance of God's laws. So by reading the Bible and learning the things of God and his word and praying and asking God to enlighten you. And also by telling your testimony, this is how you're going to answer your kids 
or how you're going to respond to their questions. So prepare yourself for questions from your children because they will come. Now together, uh, chapters 5 and 6 reinforce the conventional relationship between God and Israel, centering on the Ten Commandments as the basis of ethical conduct and the Shema as the expression of monotheistic faith. These chapters underscore the importance of love, of obedience, of remembrance, and education as means of maintaining this covenant across generations. Listen, we have learned something here today from Deuteronomy chapters 5 and chapter 6. Now, let us pray. May God bless and keep you. May his face shine upon you and may he be gracious to you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Thank you for listening to Sister Alec Cass T, where we talk about all things church related. And in the year of 2024, we are on a journey through the Bible. Listen, please like, comment, follow, share, tell your friends, your family that we are on a journey through the Bible here on Sister Alley Cat's Tea Podcast. And please follow this ministry on all social media platforms. Look for Light and Darkness, L-I-T, and look for Allison C, as in Cat Holt. Thank you again. I love you, and I will talk to you soon.